Hello and welcome to Crumbs by Crumb, a weekly podcast about Crumb, recorded in Crumb and hosted by Mr. Crumb himself, Miles H. Artie. We ditched the beanbags for some stalls for this week's podcast with Moon Turtle herself, Palmy Springs native and friend of Crumb, Anna Birchall. And in this episode, we wonder if the Kingdom of Heaven has street names, tell an abbreviated history of Crumb itself, and have a great conversation about mental health in our modern age. But first, who's funnier? Alice Sneddon or Jesus? I know that Alice Sneddon is funnier than Jesus. Oh yeah? Do you have scientific proof of that? Well, I'm not scientific, but I've been to one of Alice Sneddon's comedy shows and I haven't been to a single comedy show. Fucking Jesus Jesus. hasn't done a comedy show in a while, eh? (laughs) It's been a long time. Whatever the, yeah, 2020 years. What do you reckon... AD, motherfucker. What do you reckon his return comedy show would be? The comedy festival's coming up, right? The, Maybe he just does a roast of himself. <laughs> that would be a mic drop moment oh. for him to do that. Like, oh, I'm back? Oh, or you can just roast me. I Who would you get on I... Jesus's roast? I don't want to say Ricky Gervais, but maybe Ricky that Gervais. That would be a, that's a good starting point. <laughs> I feel point. like that's sort of what the agenda he's on anyway is just... A... And then, like, just get, like, the Archbishop of Canterbury come down. He just slays. <laughs> he just fucking, like, Oof. kills it. Okay. So this is part of the comedy festival, right? The New Zealand Comedy Festival only. That's the only spot Jesus is hitting up. He's like, Do you know what? You guys spoke about this on the podcast. I was listening up in heaven. I'm vibing that. I'm Does down. Heaven? I'm coming down. What's his address? so. Number one, Saints Row, heaven. <laughs> That's so boring. <laughs> so boring. Isaac's hey, like, yeah, you nailed yeah. it, bro. And I was like, guys, no, that was Jesus a shit would joint. totally live on a lane. Oh, uh, you reckon a lane? Yeah. Do you know what? In fact, I know what just lane the one. though? You can't just claim that. So my parents' house live down the street, and off the street is. Are a you l- comparing your parents to Jesus? No, I'm just saying that maybe they'd be neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there's a lane. Is that a, a compliment on either side, or an, uh, is that a dig on someone's side? Um. Read into it mm. as you will, but there's a street called Pastoral Lane, and there's, mm. and I think maybe Jesus would live at like number four Pastoral Lane. He like, just a guess. Is I mean, that just because know you know sure. of a Pastoral Lane and you're wanting him to live on that street? Secretly, you want to be Jesus' neighbor. That's what's. And if you live here. at the end of Pastoral Lane, you look over the lagoon, Ooh, the which lagoon. sounds really idyllic, but it's just like this body of water full of trash. <laughs> so it's basically just fucking what's it called, Cox's Bay. But in Palmerston North. But in Palmerston North? Yeah. Which is where you're from. Yeah, I don't you're know if Jesus Palmerston would live North. in Palmerston North. Maybe he hmm? would lay it low. Lay it low? Play it cool. Play it cool. But you know, like celebrities come office. to New Zealand and they live in Huntley. <laughs> it's like that. Where does... Is Kim.com in jail? Or is he out? I know that someone else lives in his house now. In that huge mansion. Where even is that? Is that in Huntley? In Coatesville. Coatesville. <laughs> the man loves bacon. The man loves bacon. What? Is that... Oh, no, that's Pocono. I've mixed up my New Zealand Pocono? Pocono? What? Pocono. Pocono. Pocono bacon. Yes, that's where it's from. That's the one. Not Huntsville. Huntsville. Coatesville, sorry. I'm mixing the two. Huntsville. Huntsville is like in the Rangatiki area. (laughs) I don't know where Huntley is. There's a school called Huntley. Huntley has the power station, right? The power station? No, that's Mount Eden. Huntley, there's an old power station there. Google the fucking Huntley power station. It's like an iconic piece of architecture. I I don't have my phone on me. (laughs) Huntley is it's more normally commonly known in Auckland, right? I've never heard of that. Yeah. Although I think this is the first time I've talked about Huntley the whole six years I've lived in Auckland, so maybe it is commonly referred to as that. I'm not sure. People have made hilarious jokes about it being called that, which doesn't seem too funny to me, but... So to anyone from Huntley. I thought jokes were funny. 
Nah, Miles is above jokes. I'm above jokes. <laughs> I'm, I've reached that edge. Transcended. Yeah, I've transcended above wokeness. Well, that you can I move don't, into I am above league. jokes. Yeah, he's above yeah. partial Mate, league. I'm fucking moving in next week, mate. <laughs> Number five. <laughs> Number five. Big changes after lockdown. Oh, mate, big changes. Pastoral Island's like, I'm coming for that shit. Fuck it. I'm above <laughs> jokes. I'm above rationality. We don't do that I'm above here. truth. What? Sorry? Yeah. That's where just, I'm at. It's all just words, man. It's all just words, and it's what I feel, what I feel, what I think, what I think. Doesn't matter. Exactly. Uh, just so you know. To digress, yes. I have been. I've been recording the whole time, obviously. Oh. <laughs> like, we've had a lot of you. Jesus content in there. Yes, but if you have, um, uh, if your phone is <clears throat> not on airplane mode, please put your phone on airplane mode. That's probably a good shout. And my you, my alarm did go off loud over time. That was pretty. And if you have keys, please separate them from your legs. Thank I... you. The flight will be fine. The flight will be fine. <laughs> we know how to it do will not this. Involve, it will not involve coffee, as it. Feels like I'm going to sleep now. That's what I do when I go to sleep. Oh, I put on. Yeah. Airplane. I just put mine on. Do you, do you put airplane as well? Yeah. But does that mean that someone can't call you if it was an emergency? Because you can set to say if it's a call, oh. and someone calls you twice. Mm. I That's was reprimanded by my fabulous partner the other day for not answering a call when my oh, phone really? was under disturbed. My didn't disturb. Is she an insurance broker? Because that also happened to me. She's not an insurance okay. broker, no. <laughs> someone, Maybe in another life, in a past life. Someone backed into my car and now insurance. Had, well, they tried to get a hold of me once and I wasn't available, no. which means I had my phone on silent. And that's all they tried. Pardon? I'm not a fan of insurance companies, are you? I am because I want them to fix my car and I don't have to pay for it. Big thing. Are they going to do it? Well, I hope that the person who backed into my car is going to pay for it and my insurance company mm. is going to sort it out. And then when I did this happen? When did this event occur? Uh, it, um, last week, on a Thursday, and it, it reminded me that I hadn't updated my address on my insurance policy, and I was like, do I need to fake the date of this incident so that I definitely get my insurance covered? Mate, watch out, because... I've over a year ago, my car got stolen. I, d- I remember And then, that. Well, after I had reported off. it to the police, I was fucked off, right, okay, let me so just tell the insurance related story before oh. I tell the reason I was pissed off. I reported it to the police, like, huh, I think my car's been stolen, lol, like, it's insured for way more than it actually is worth, cool, I'm gonna get a sick new car. Yeah. Call up AMI, fuck you AMI, by the way, oh, not no, a shout no. out, fuck off, anyway. Um, and they're like, oh, you haven't actually had insurance from us for the last like four or five months. You haven't paid your premiums. And I was like, oh shit. You need to pay you for it. You sent me some. <laughs> what? You what do you mean insurance. I can't use a service I haven't paid for? <laughs> yeah. What? I'm entitled though. I live in Grey Lynn. Fuck. Um, anyway, long story short, basically, they were like, yeah, we sent me some letters and emails and shit. And then I didn't know if they actually had or whatever. And then I moved the dresses, you see, mm-hmm. since that thing. But I still knew the people that lived at the old address, so they didn't have anything. So I thought it was a very strange situation. And then it just ended up not, I just got fucked, basically. But what pissed me off about my car going stolen was all my CDs that I had in there were like mixed CDs from when I first started driving, like in England, like when I was like fucking 18, mate. You've come a long way geographically. A long way. The longest way geographically I think you can actually travel from the UK, I would think. That's what the term antipodes actually means. Stolen far. CDs. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Steal your CDs, man. <laughs> it means travelled far? Travelled the furthest? No, it means um, stolen CDs. Oh, sick. Cool. Sorry. Good. That'd and be... then nailed it. Oh, obviously. Duh. Duh. I know England. I'm an Antipodean, alright? I know England. I don't really speak very good English for an English man. I don't think. <laughs> maybe I do. You're giving me looks that maybe I do. But yeah, CDs, that was fucking bullshit, man. Oh, I'm so sorry. 
So hopefully you're not in that scenario because your car is still obviously with you. No, yeah, Chairman Mao. My car's called Chairman Mao. Your car is called Chairman Mao. Yeah. He's killed like the most people as a dictator. But it's by not M A O. It's M A U. So it's sort of like a Hawaiian twist. Nice, like Maui, but not quite. Yeah. So the number, the first three letters of the number plate are M A U. Initially, because it's a demio, and so initially it was called Demio Lovato. Like Demio oh. Lovato. Demio Lovato. So my old Lovato f- is her name. No, 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 Demio, because you've had to switch the letters around, so you oh. have to change the last name too. But my last car named itself because it was Apollo, so obviously it had to be called Marco. But it's harder <laughs> with a demio, it doesn't just give Make itself a name. Or like if you have Swift, duh, Taylor Swift. How many like white girls have a Swift called Taylor? But then do you not want to then, that's too obvious, if you're like, well, my, my Suzuki Swift is a Swift as well. Sorry, is it's Taylor Austin. Swift. Austin Swift. Or just is Austin. that her brother? I'm pretty sure that's her brother. He's Austin Swift. I think. And I then we both looked at Isaac for that co- <laughs> confirmation. You're a Taylor Swift fan to the knowledge, right? Yes. It's know. Austin? Is Are you a T-Swift fan? Uh, no, but there's that one song I really like. The, al- the Red album? Yeah. Great album. Hell yeah. Do you know what I, I Good watched... bridging album and you're like, hey, I'm going to do pop now, do but I've what? also got my country roots. <laughs> I think her documentary made me come out of my pretentious cocoon and I'm like, she's just a lovely little human, really, isn't she? Who's the OG crumb? The OG is a couple who, unfortunately, I don't really know the names of, but they started this place, I want to say it was almost close to 10 years ago. Really? It's called what? the Eureka Street Food Store. Oh, yes, I did. And they ran that. it for about a year and a bit. Okay. Um, and they did the, like most of the fit out that you yeah. see, um, which Good is pretty dish. gangster. And then Hugo. Oh, yeah. Hugo, Hugo Baird. Baird. Yes, that's Old correct. Mate. Old mate Hugo. I've got a story about Hugo Baird. Oh, you do? So, so who is the owner of Honeybones and now Lillian as yeah. well? So Shout out to those places. Integrates the story. So my friend. He actually changed it to Crumb. Oh, So Crumb, crumb okay. came from Hugo. So it was a similar street. blueprint. So on the corner, but you've picked up Crumb Road. Yes, rather than the Eureka Street food store, we are now okay. just Crumb. So we're like more inclined to Crumb Road. Yeah. Ariki is not our friend, apparently, according to name. But, um, we don't talk about that well, you know. Anyway, story? The story? Do we want to share? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll share the story. So my friend Bloody Emily Christ. went to get a table. Her and some friends were having drinks at Frida's, and they were like, go book us a table at Lillian. So she went over to Lillian, and she was like, hey, uh, do you have a table? And Hugo was like, oh, no, sorry, we're very busy, we're very popular. <laughs> no tables right now. And so she's like, okay, see ya. And walked out, and then you know the like McDonald's filter, and it's like a hovering burger and chips. So she was like <laughs> filming a little like s- as soon as she walked out, she's like yeah McDonald's filter, and was like yum 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 into her phone, and Hugo comes out and was like Emily, we've got a table in fifteen minutes, and she was like yum yum, <laughs> had to be like ah uh, yeah just filming a funny segment, <laughs> thanks for the table. <laughs> just for all my fans on Instagram. Fuck. Yeah, it's a great film. That sounds pretty, like, hilarious. Though. Like, I wouldn't feel embarrassed if I was her. Do she she do, doesn't is do embarrassed. Yeah, good. She's one of these superhumans who I don't think experiences the emotion of embarrassment. Maybe not in a scenario like that, though. Like, why would that... Mm, I guess it's embarrassing for some people, but... Saying yum, yum, yum into your phone as you walk down the street by yourself? I'd be embarrassed. I'd be more Yeah, but violent. people do shit like that all the time now because of Instagram stuff. They're, like, in the middle of the sea and they're like, hey, yum, guys, yum, I'm just yum. at the beach. And then they get taken out by a wave or some shit. I actually watched one of those the other day. That's why I'm referencing oh, that. Okay. Like, not like, they don't die or anything. It's just like some fucking, I don't know, funny shit. Nyam is actually a great adjective. Nyam, nyam, nyam. Adjective? Yeah, it totally is. It would have been even more epic if she had turned that into some sort of sentence. Nyam, nyam, nyam. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. 
That would have required some. Or a rap. Like, that would have been cool. Oh, I honestly, I reckon she pull it off. She did a lifetime of drama, like as a child, so she's ready to roll. Shout out to drama. Shout out to drama. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the shout out episode that already happened. Okay. <laughs> no more shout outs. Shout Stop out shouting things out. Well, we are. We can slightly shout out Scape Grace, Jin. They were we're across some... the road from us. We live in a fucking cool neighborhood. So there's like. Oh, so they're down at the collective group. thing where you work. Scape you work Grace. down the road, right? Yeah. Near the kombucha place, or is it further than that? Um, one the next street. Because that's there's, a, there's that one shed working space there, right? Yeah. Across the road or I some shit. I share the space with my colleagues, so not strays. <laughs> <laughs> I share the working space with people I work with. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So Skate Grace work in the same office area as you? No, or directly across the, across the road. So we look out our window and we look at Alt Group, who had her crazy as fuck, like half arc set up today. I alt share group. the, I share alt the group workspace do? with this guy. He's just working home. Working oh, there we go. Shout out to this guy. He doesn't work with we, so it's us and another company. But Nice. He works here. And we also have some good George beer, I believe. Thank you, George. Hamilton, good That's George? Real good. It is real good. They got that sick bar down on yeah, the. Is it the viaduct where that is? Like where the, like ASB theater and stuff. Is that that's that's viaduct, right? I was getting that confused with Britain Mart, because Britain Mart is way further down. Anyway, Palmerston North. That's where yeah. we got cut off, I think, roughly when Chris arrived. Shout out to Chris. Shout out to Chris. Chris Clark. Shout out to Palm Springs. Palm Springs oh, is yeah. in Palmy North. Yeah, Palmy North. P Naughty Swamp Swampton. P Naughty. P Naughty. Is that, would that be a name that you would potentially use if you were like a SoundCloud rapper? Uh, do you know what PNC stands for Palmerston North City? Fun fact. Do you know PNC? PNC. Palmerston North City. Bingo. Bingo. I think so. Or I was, okay, so I will believe anything when I'm told it until I have to relay the information, information, information on and then I'm like, is that real? Like, so now I'm like, oh, so you're like, oh, that's had I not already put my phone in airplane mode, I'd be like PNC. But you could... You could definitely make convince me that it stands for that. There's a lot of PNC pride. PNC pride, yeah. Okay, let's look at Palmy North. Palmy North. Are you a, are you a pride bearer of PNC pride? Um, it depends who I'm talking to. <laughs> Honest. Honest. Um, I will defend Palmerston North if that's what you're asking. Mm. To the death? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> no. I've never. I, I've only ever driven through there down to old Welly Boy. Like I've never had to actually it is be in Palmerston North. It's got some real treats though. Do you, apparently, it has some. I don't say that in a way of like I chose to like. Oh, I would never stop there. Like I just have never needed to enter Palmerston North. Um. Apparently, I don't know if this is still true, but at one point it definitely had the most cafes per capita. Well, that can't. Mm, I say that can't be That's a bad thing, I, but mm, a bad thing. None of them mm, are very good, or some. I'm like there are so few. Quality Goodness. over quantity no, no. comes to Palmerston mind. North have gone quantity over quality. Quantity over everything. Fuck you all. PNC till I die. I keep accidentally going... My phone keeps taking me to pnc.com, which is some like corporate finance thing. I'm definitely not the rapper. <laughs> definitely. From PNC. Also, there is a rapper whose name is PNC. Yeah, his name is Sam, I think. But Wait, his rap name is Palmerston North City? No, his rap name is PNC. <laughs> oh, but it stands for that? or? I think so, unless I've been told a lie. She's not lying, listeners. I mean, feasibly it could do. Cause Sam Hansen. Yeah, old mate Sam. Is an acronym for Palmerston North City. Hey, there we go. Mm, there you go. He... Shut up, PNC. PNC. Shout out PNC, who first gained underground notoriety performing alongside breaking records. Duh. That's a Z on the end, or a Z if you're not American. I say conf- wreck words. 
I shout out to Rec Words. Anyway, I don't know where I picked it up from, but like, come it's on, easier Z, to come s- on, Z. It's easier to say it that way, like, oh, that's a Z on the end rather than that's a Z on the end, because it's like, back on airplane Ed, mode. end, I don't maybe. want this plane to crash. Here you go. This plane ain't stopping for no one. No. I want to know what happens if your phone is on, like, what's airplane? interference? Interference? Oh, in the plane? Yeah. I don't think it actually applies anymore. Does it? They still ask you to put your phone on airplane mode. There's a chance. And do you remember, like, back in the day when you would maybe be... Hmm, I'm trying to think what you would be using. A Nokia 2280. Yeah, but maybe it was like... Um, I'm trying to think. Like, maybe you're playing music over, like, a Bluetooth thing back in the day. You would get that sound if someone was getting a call or about to get a text. Ah. It was like... You could, like, hear a sound. It was like a little beep or like almost a rattle and that was like the signal coming to the phone and it would pick it up because it was like on i don't know before my time miles now we've got 5g we've got coronavirus thanks to that you know it's all different now but that's what happened so it's been locked down with my parents and nice in palmy no yeah oh she went all back down that's nice palm springs beautiful very autumnal it's actually quite it's an autumnal buzz down there i mean it's really nice if you don't have to leave the house but that's my It's a great compliment. My parents it's a compliment like, during yeah. a lockdown. I mean, totally. Like, yeah. I, I, look, I went home because it was a better living situation than where I am now if I wasn't allowed to leave my house. So I went back. It was kind of a funny XP. So I went back into, like, the room. Like, my parents live in the same house that me and my siblings grew up in. Like, they've lived there for 35, 35 30 years. And so I went back into, the, like, the room I was in when I was in high school. So there's this one room that my sister used to live in, and then she went to boarding school, and I was like, can I have Katie's room? Yeah. And she was like, okay. And then I went to boarding school and my little brother was like, can I have your room? And I was like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> you cannot have my room. You cannot have my room. So it's still my room. Even though, like, even when I moved to university, he just stayed in this, like, little, like, room. You know, that's what Harry Potter did. He stayed in the so, well, well, my little brother's basically Harry Potter. Shout out to Harry Potter. Shout out to Harry Potter. Shout out to your little brother. Uh, who's Harry we Potter? We can top up, mate. Same time. Thanks. The sea always being pushed pretty hard, but yeah. But it was so weird to like go back into high school mode. Like all of my high school things were around me. Yeah, the last. And I was like, I found magazines. I remember so like when I. Was so they haven't even like cleaned it. Oh my god. I don't mean as in like they need to clean your room for you, but the last like um, maybe I was gonna say something like when I moved out and they went back, there was stuff that wasn't there, but that might not be true. Oh that god. might just be a no, random thing. No, all of my stuff was there. My mum is very like can't touch the children's things because they belong to the children. Do you think that's even good though, parenting? Even though the children belong to me. Mm. They don't really, though. They um, are your children, but... I, I don't know. Like, my sister is a bit of a hoarder. I'm not. So there isn't a whole lot of stuff there in my room. Do you think that's where your mum gets the idea of, like, oh, I don't want to touch stuff because you just feel like your sister's slightly of a hoarder? Yeah. That's totally. what she's like, my, well, my, don't touch anyone's stuff. My, my dad is a hoarder. He's a very, very tidy hoarder, but... Um, that's good. Tidy so, hoarders are okay. I'm a tidy non-hoarder though, so I've got... So you're just a minimalist? So I'm basically the golden child. <laughs> yeah. So you're the, are you a middle child? Um, I've got an older brother, an older sister, and a little baby brother. So you're like the second middle child. I don't know. Emotionally, I'm the baby of the family. Mm, but like... Interesting. Yeah. I've Were just, you ready to be the youngest and then they had I've the younger one? I've got three like... coattails I'm holding onto so fucking hard. <laughs> um... Because I think being a middle child is the best. I think so too. I rate it. I don't really... Haven't ever researched middle child syndrome? And all that kind of shit of like, oh, you're the middle one, but... Are the only two... So, my 
granddad used to always say, oh, like, shout I'm, out, I'm, shout out pops, as everyone used to call him. <laughs> and he once said that. to me, like, oh, because I, I think he must have been a middle child. I'm not sure. He said, oh, so you like you basically said like you're in the worst position because the older child takes what they want and okay. the youngest gets what they want and then you're just left with whatever's left over okay so i was like oh okay but that somehow turned me into the mindset of like if you're the oldest child mm-hmm. it's all the fucking onus is on you to do well yeah. and my older brother is very successful yeah in a very traditional capitalistic sense uh-huh. sense sorry like has a very good job earns lots of money etc uh-huh. good on gone on same here yep okay ross. older brother takes shout out to ross um, and then my younger brother, Che, C-H-A-Y, not like Che Guevara. Not like Che Fu. Which is actually short for Charles, but it's like, I think it's the Irish or the Scottish, like short name for Charles, like okay. a nickname. Anyway, it's a cool name, I reckon. No one knew what his name was in primary school, but whatever. Lots of Chads and Chases and then Shays, and it was like, Chad. Che. We're into incel culture here. You are after me, so if I can do what the fuck I want. Someone in front of me already having to pave the way because you're the older child and that shit's all on you, yeah. whether you want it to be or not. Younger one, not like, oh, you just do what you want because you're the last one. We don't care. No, I'm gonna fuck around. Then it's like, well, you know, if I don't, if I just do shit, there's someone to come after me to like make it better. That my parents are like, ah, oh, two out of three, that's fine. Good odds. Which is maybe ironic that I'm doing all right, you know. But if you set yourself a low bar, then you can always be high. That's what that, I think. Right? I'm all about. So I was thinking about this, and for a long, long time, I've been like sick, high hopes and low expectations for everything. Yeah. And now I'm like, high hopes and no expectations, and just be open to whatever happens, man. I'm woke now. But you haven't quite reached. Um, where do I live? Um, something way. What did you say, Lane? Pastoral Lane. Pastoral Lane. I, didn't I don't think address. I'll ever get a plot on Pastoral Lane, to be honest. No? I don't feel that's your vibe. You don't really want don't to be so. neighbors of Jesus. Pastoral Lane. There is a, there's a street pub snore called Pegasus Parade. And I'm like, Ooh. That's way better. Yeah. Get those yes. fucking Greek gods? Roman Pegasus. Greek. That's Hercules shit, right? Hercules I... is Greek. Yeah. Hades is there. Fucking Zeus is hanging out. That's some Greek shit right there. Totally. That's a really good Disney movie. I would rate Hercules. It's got some TV fucking banging show. songs in it. Oh, it was a TV show as well, eh? The other thing is like, use your head and then you headbutts the guy and the guy's like, well, what I was thinking, but... Fine. Whatever. <laughs> Lol. Lateral thinking. Shout out to Hercules. <laughs> Lateral indeed. Um, tell us about your moon turtles, young Anna. Oh, okay. What do you want to know? Um, Again, very bad at just talking, but I can answer questions so long as it's not the question you just asked. <laughs> <laughs> Ask a more specific question. Yes. Um, what is a moon turtle? A moon turtle, Miles. Not necessarily referencing it to the journals, if you want. A moon turtle. Is a moon turtle many things, or is it just the thing that you do as a... Uh, it's product? just a really pompous and silly name that means very little, and sort of I stumbled into accidentally, and I was like, ah, oh, yeah, that's adorable, I take it. Um, so a moon turtle... But do you think that you could create some sort of thing that's like a moon child but it's not? Like if it was to be a Greek god, what would a moon child be? Oh gosh. What, or what would his vibe be? He? She? They? Just super chill. Do you th- Honestly, oh. I think moon... It's going to make me sound like a massive tosser, but like, moon turtle is me. Moon turtle is you. I, I am... Dare I say... I feel like anyone should have that sentence in their fucking dialogue if that like they do something that's like a creative thing from them like what yeah. is crime it's fucking me 
Totally. Like, I'm what not it is. It's like a fucking outward like... version of myself, like in a very yeah. weird concept, and it obviously fits the premise of a cafe yeah, to some totally. extent, right? But, like, that's what it is, right? Isn't that anything you do? Like, your job should be you. Otherwise, what the fuck are you up to? That's probably why you're fucking sad. And oh, you're fucking always like, it's Friday, woo! It's like, I'm working the weekend, bro. But, like, yeah, exactly. Outside of Monday to Friday, 9 till 5. Um, I do also feel like there's benefits to that, though, of having almost like a character you play while you're at work. And then it's like, ooh, I'm done with that shit. It's a good defense mechanism. Bye. Yeah, I think. Oh, totally. But if you, maybe if you're like... I don't really know where I'm going with that, other than Virgil is definitely an extension of me and what I've learned about Good. mental health. But do you think that yourself is, you're not like playing a role at work and then you're like, oh, I'm not. I find it Surely. incredibly difficult to not just be myself, which is what I've learned, which has pros and definitely cons, because I can be a total <laughs> fucking piss, because sometimes you need to just play the fucking game, and I'm like, no, I can't, I can't play this game. But it's, it's not a conscious effort for you to be like, I'm not playing this game to be like oh fuck the system man it's just like I physically can't do it or is that where are the mindsets um, from if that makes sense it's no it doesn't make sense at all <laughs> like some people are like I'm not playing the game deliberately yeah, like no. fuck the game you're just like I can't not be myself the game is being me and I find it hard to not do that I think do you feel like that's a thing that most people should do more and they don't and that's maybe why um, your journals and stuff are in that mental health realm I think it's hard work not being yourself. I think that's taxing. Massively. Um, Although you would do it in a such situation if it came to alcohol. Because you said that I don't drink wine or beer, but I do sometimes to feel... Oh, in. yeah, totally. Totally. I've had, so... I've had two and a half beers. I had half when I went to Japan with my older brother and we went to drink beer Nice. And he's like, I'll order us a beer. And I was like, okay, I want to fit in. I'll have a beer. <laughs> and then it came over and I was like, this is fucking yuck. Like, you can have this. Um, and then the other day I was at the neighbor's house and they were like, okay, here you go. And I wasn't going to be like, I don't drink beer, sorry. <laughs> so I drank the beer and I was like, oh, quite tasty. And then I went to, is it at Hyderabad Hotel? Is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. That's why I've been saying oh, it. Oh, Hyd- Hyderabad? Hyderabad. It's a place in India. Hyderabad. 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 Yeah, Hyderabad, yeah. yeah. Bad hotel, um, and I didn't, bad hotel. I didn't really. I still didn't really know because it didn't explicitly like explicitly say I am a beer, and so I just saw sours, and I was like, okay, yum, thanks. And a I was sour like, beer. Oh, this is quite tasty. Yeah. Um, I was ex- ex- exhaling aggressively yeah. with that. You're not a sour beer guy. Uh, you're either really into sour beers or you're not into mm. sour beers. So I'm really glad that you. Balls deep that. into the sour beers. Yeah. Straight off the bat, you didn't even know. Maybe that's a good entry to sour beers, just to not so. know you're getting one. Mm, I no. think so because had I known it was not, beer, I would have been like, "No, thank you, I don't drink beer," which was a lie. You would I have drink. closed yourself off to the opportunity. Yeah, totally. Mm. Um, and yeah, those are my my two. That's all of my interactions with beer. <laughs> that's all I have to add about any of that. Do you know what? In fact, it wasn't my very first intro to beer. Was when I was maybe like three or four years old, and my family were having a picnic at um, the park, and Dad was like, "Yeah, you can have a sip." And yeah. apparently, I don't know if this is true, but apparently I like had a sip and then walked into a tree. <laughs> so your dad got you drunk when you were four years old. I know. That's what, what you're trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sort it out, Anna. Fuck's sake. 
Four years old, you I should know. be smashing it. I know, appalling, right? Is it? Do you have any more stories where your dad's trying to like get you drunk or? Um, no more stories where my dad's trying to get me drunk. Do, may, He's too busy hoarding, but neatly. Yeah, very, I feel like that's a very tidy guy. Like maybe. That sounds like a very time-consuming hobby, if you can call it that, to be a hoarder but neat. I that mean, just means you're like restacking and packing shit. All you can day, do that when you're day. retired. You've got time to kill, man. He um, taught me two very, very important skills in life. One is headstands. Very good at headstands. That's a skill to have. Yes, it is. Good course. Is he a yoga man? No, he's not. I just Who the hell did Dave learn headstands? <laughs> Dave. <laughs> a, I want to know. Shout out to Dave. Um, and the, Dave Birchall. Dave, oh, naturally. And um, the naturally. other thing he taught me was how to like Duracell books with no bubbles in them. And I'm very good at that too. Humble brag. Humble Useful. brag, but a big brag. Ain't no air bubbles in my exercise books, motherfucker. Is it covered in bubbles? I don't know, mate. Didn't even Dave we didn't have to. Dad, we didn't have to cover books when I went to school, mate. I loved it. That was my favourite part in the of the ghetto. Day. I was going shopping for stationery. Stationery gal. It was downhill from there. Oh my god, I love stationery. Yeah. But it's. Do you not think that that's quite interesting then that you create stationery as a a living? Because a journal is a piece a of stationery item. Would you count it as a stationery item? Yeah, it totally is. I sort of. I mean, yeah. Without that sounding bad, because I feel like if someone's be like, I'm in the stationary business, the it doesn't stationary, sound very cool. The stationary industry. But it is, it's a big thing. I feel it like since is. like 2012, Tumblr, people being more into like, Tumblr, scrapbooks. Tumblr, you're yourself. Mm. I like things that like pens and mm, uh, pens brown are paper. Mm. Craft. Stationary was like, stationary yeah. is cool. Stationary is fucking cool. Stationary's Shout cool out to 2012, cool. post, do we think that's a good time frame? To say that was like post Thumbler stationery like was cool, or was it earlier than that? It was typo that like mainstreamed. In mainstream. New Zealand, because typo is not oh, anywhere else, is it? Is it in Aussie? Yeah, it is. International, like, mm. I think it's in somewhere strange. It's like you know how burger fuels in like Australia, New Zealand, Dubai. I think it's something like that. It's in like Australia, New Zealand, another other country. But I feel like Hong Kong places over here to go Asian market before they would go like US oh. or UK. Fair enough. It is closer in terms of shipping. Mm. Maybe it's probably similar to the US though, if you're going to Dubai, but fuck the US, man. You don't want to fucking have that market. Maybe. A lot of moon turtles go to the US. Do they actually? Yeah, totally. That are more online? than go to New Zealand. I mean, there's more hustle. people, it makes sense. That's true. My ex boyfriend once described moon turtles as not for much profit, and he was absolutely right. <laughs> Passion project, as some people would say. Do you know say. what? Something really, really special. He is possible, well, not the, but maybe in like at least the top 10, like. Emotional, most emotionally repressed people I've ever met, and I like when we were together, I'd be like, "So, what are you grateful for today?" And he'd be like, "Oh, fuck off! I'm, I'm grateful for times so you don't ask me this." And I was like, <laughs> "Okay, well, I'm grateful for this, this, and this." And then recently, he was like, "Can I buy a moon turtle?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah," and I just assumed it was just someone else. And then he messaged me a week later, and he's like, "Oh wow!" He's like, <laughs> "He's oh, like, did, he's I, like, I'm, so, I'm so." He sent you a voice memo. No. Oh wow. <laughs> No, that's like the story through my yeah. like weird little through, storytelling voice. Yes. But I like your storytelling he, voice. It's um, good to have that. He was like, I'm sorry for being such an anti-gratitude Grinch, like Grouch. Ooh. And I was like, my ego didn't know it wanted this apology. But it is like... <laughs> Keep on it is touching that ego. up on that. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, wow. He's like, I've had a lot of time. I probably... I probably should have said you that. sowed the seed deep. Yeah. And he's and like, he didn't know. he's like, I saw him the other weekend, and he was like, I'm reading a book about anxiety, and I was like, I don't even recognize you. Yeah, what? What? But like, how good is that? I was like, you abs the target mm. market for these was basically 18 year old girls, and here you are using Moon Turtle. 
It was there a, so that was a conscious choice to have that as your target market? I kind of, I basically designed it for myself and I was like, what would baby me want? Because but you did you designed it more recently than eighteen, like post. Yeah, totally. So I think I was twenty one. So, yeah. So side to- note, I don't know if it'll be in the recording or not. You said that you had a quarter life crisis at fifteen. Uh just between, okay. So, yeah, I started having like <laughs> mental health bullshit from age eleven. Between like age eleven to like twenty was. You did tell me about your um, hiding in the closet while going to school the other day. Hiding in the wardrobe. Okay, shall I tell the sweet story again? I'll tell the sweet story again. So in year eight, it was like the fourth day in a row and I was like, Mom, I don't want to go to school. And so what I would do is I'd just hide in my wardrobe because I can't be in my wardrobe and at school at the same time. And she rang up the... Yeah, smart. Uh, And she rang up the absences and was like, fuck, I don't know what to do with my child. She's 12 years old and she's sitting in a fucking wardrobe like a total fucking gimp. Like, I don't, I can't make her go to school. She's not sick. I don't know what to do with her. She doesn't want to be there. And they were like, meh, okay. Uh, we don't really know what to do either. And the principal came over to my house and picked me up and took me out for hot chocolate and was like, so why don't you like school? Great principal. Which was just so profound. And I was like, oh, wow. And now here you are. And here I am. I still haven't really ever liked school, but I appreciated that a lot. What a lovely... What a lovely, great man. You know... No. Woman? Yeah. Oh. I just it was Didn't a man when you told the story. I don't know why. No, no. Miss Wachowski. Shout mm. out Miss Wachowski. Shout out. Biggest sweetheart. But that makes way more sense, I actually think. Yeah, but that's a thing that growing up women do as well as principal to student of like, let's have some hot chocolates or a coffee. Yeah, totally. Let's, talk about our let's stuff. Let's talk about our problems. But Whereas like, guys are like, let's just get really drunk and talk about everything but that. Hey, I'm 12. <laughs> that's what guys no, do when they go out drinking that's definitely this true this is a special hot chocolate this yeah. was a special um, was there marshmallows you're not uh, a marshmallow oh, person you know, I'm not sure I don't know but like shitty mental health bounced me around high schools in, in university so I went to mm. nine, high, nine high schools nine schools I went to two primary schools two intermediates four high schools I went to one of them twice I left in year 10 after I'd been there for two terms and I came back in year 12 and then did half of year 12 and all of year 13 and then I went to four universities well two like four in Tertiary education providers would be the correct term. <laughs> nice. But like all of this was driven by shitty mental health. Mm, interesting. What a fucking mess that was. So by the time you hit 19, you were like, I've fucking done some shit and I know some stuff. I had sort of like started to pick up, um, I was like maybe, maybe 20. So I was at um, tertiary education provider number four, which is UB School of Design. Shout out UB School of Design. I love UB School of Design. It was a really great place. Um, it still is maybe. I don't know. It certainly was when I was there. Um, yeah. Shout out Jason, who was an incredible tutor. Um, and one of the assignments was make a book. You've got two weeks to make a book. Um, and so I started making this, like... I'm not very good at words, but I think they're so funny and ridiculous. And so I started making, like, a little storybook. Um, just about, like, nonsense stories with ridiculous words. And I was like, this isn't really going anywhere. And I'm very, like, purpose-driven. Mm. Um, and so I ditched that. And then, like, in the same, like, simultaneously, I was going to a psychologist for said mental health issues, <laughs> which were getting in the way of my entire life constantly. Um, and I started, like, I would have these shitty pieces of paper, and I got to a point where I would just document my entire life. She would give me these, like, condescending forms that are, like, colour in the smiley face that best represents how you feel it would be like sad neutral happy <laughs> grimace happy and i was like none of like, these like 
the sad face doesn't get sad enough. Yeah, but I'm not like, this isn't like an, I've just come off, like, out of the self-checkout feedback form. How was your experience at self-checkout? <laughs> Shit, neutral, happy. You're like, this is my uh, actual mental health. Can yeah, you really totally. And there was so much Comic Sans, and I'm sensitive to Comic Sans. I mean, I don't hate Comic Sans. Trigger warning. Neon. Comic Sans is mentioned yeah. in this oh. podcast. <laughs> 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 Very good for children, easy to read. Is what Can I we about Comic pause Sans. the story there? We have to pick off. Fun. Or is that going to fuck you up? What's, we can pause the story. You, you need to go pee. No. Because I want to ask you if, as a side hustle, note to, I was going to say side hustle, nothing to do with making money, a side note to what you were talking about yeah. of your own mental health journey, yeah. that's obviously an experience oh. where you were in the mental health system, if we can call it that. It's a system, yeah. right? Yeah. Do you feel like the, that's one of the big, that's like lots of things that need to be fixed on in that? And things that are like saying, oh, I went to like a psychologist and you were like, what, like 16? Whenever this, and they're giving you um, sheets that are like, take the smiley face, that's good. I was... It sounds like there's a lot of issues I've, in that. Yeah, totally. I think the key in my... Without trying to call out the fucking Mental Health Institute well, in New Zealand, but like, obviously they need to be improved. I think it's well-intentioned, but not very helpful, which is... Um, pointless, essentially. Pointless, yeah. I'm really bad at systems. I was like useless at school because I'd be like, this doesn't make sense in my personal context. In context, like, there are... 1,499 other students here and we need to accommodate numbers and not individuals, which I think is a little bit about the system as well. Um, but for the most part, not entirely, the sort of the strategy, I've got qualms about diagnoses as well. And I think they should be called syndromes because they don't address cause, they address outcome. So, yeah. okay, so you tick these boxes. All right, we'll give you this treatment plan. Not going to step back and being like, okay, why are you presenting these symptoms? Mm. Where are they coming from? Is, is that sometimes addressed in other elements of mental health systems? Like if you go to a psychologist, but if you go to someone, I don't know, with another term, that's what they would work in a system? Um, or is that just generally how no, always? No, I don't. So I think like, so from my job, I learned a lot about health, which has helped my like mental health situation because like mental health and physical health are not separate a whole lot. This big overlap on the Venn diagram and yeah. nutrients fuel your mental health so it's like nutrients that actually make the neurotransmitters that make you feel okay and if you're deficient in those good luck feeling good be like okay try build a house without I'm not going to give you anything I'll give you like some sticks build a house it's not going to happen you're going to have a shitty house you'll have like a wigwam at best if you're pretty like engineeringly inclined <laughs> but like I had um I had bulimia between the age of 11 and 22, which would have raxed the fuck out of my nutrient sores. No wonder I felt like shit all the fucking mm. time. And so, like, learning about nutrients, and, like, that's one part, and nutrients make help provide, the, like, your body to make the neurotransmitters and hormones that you need to feel to be okay, and then you can start doing, like, the next set of things, if that makes sense. And there's so much research to support this, like, lots like deficiency of one nutrient can fuck you up whereas if you're like deficient in everything not this is my like mm. but like a shitty so like there's all this thing about brain chemistry being like oh your brain chemistry is not good a bad night's sleep can affect your brain chemistry but like instead of being like okay so what are your like your sleeping hours and are you 
and there's like one of the th- I think the first time I realized that like the mind and the body are very connected was when so I was given some medication I had like an incident at work and I was like I'd resisted medication for a, like a long 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 time and I got to a point where I had a situation at work and I got scared by my own behavior and I was like I need help like the higher you the older you get the higher the stakes because you, I have a job now like mm. who cares if I fuck up at school like I'm just gonna go hide in my wardrobe who cares like I don't have to pay my rent or anything. I'm not going to get fired from school, which actually did happen. <laughs> fired from <laughs> school. fired from a school. They were like, you're a liability. Can get out. Get out. Um, so there's a lady in Christchurch. She's not just a lady. She's a professor lady. And she is prof. studying... Dot. Prof. Prof. Um, dot Julia Rutledge. She is... Um, she studies the link between mental health and micronutrients. That's what we're talking about, nutrients, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think... I'm and then you're saying, sorry to butt in, but oh, your brain um, something is not working? Your brain functioning? No, what did you... What was the term you used? Brain chemistry. Brain, brain, brain chemistry, chemistry yeah. So, like, um, chemical what... imbalance of the brain. But, like, there's <clears> no people... I think that's just accepted. And the, the, like, solution to that is medication. But, like, why is the brain chemistry mm. and balance and things like sleep or like even the food you eat will affect your brain chemistry basically everything you do ever affects your chemistry because your body just responds mm. to what's going on and tries to maintain homeostasis as best it can um, which is essentially what then brought uh i was gonna say born that's what it is it's kind of spawned is the word but not really moon turtle yeah what so would that be birthed uh, moon turtle uh, i know the story birthed? i was going to tell um, the medication they gave me was a mood stabilizer. It was mm. called Epilim. And I, my, um, epileptic flatmate, not epileptic, my flatmate with epilepsy was on the same medication. And I was like, so I'm taking this for bipolar disorder and you're taking this for epilepsy. Interesting. There must be crossover. And I also knew, um, that I know that keto is like a bad word and people are like, oh, keto, but there are, there's like very strong research to show that. Um, a ketogenic diet supports people with epilepsy and not having seizures. So I was like, oh, okay, well, if we're on the same medication, maybe we're on, like, same areas of the brain, food. Hmm. Um, and so that's how I sort of started doing my own personal experiments on, like, how does sleep affect my mood? How does what foods affect my mood mm. and like all of these different things so that is essentially what I was taking to my psychologist on these like shitty bits of paper it was like scroll I basically documented my entire life for two weeks between appointments and I'd take it to her and she would like highlight like random bits and pieces and I did that for three months and that's when I started seeing progress I'd been seeing her for like maybe a year and a half and being like mom I think this is bad ROI because I'm in a very fortunate situation where mom and dad return like, on investment guys ROI very yeah. very important yeah, totally. Um, and that's when I started seeing actual progress because I would go to her and either I'd be in like a fine mood and I'd be like, yeah, I don't really have anything to tell you. And we'd just sit there f- for an hour, like scraping the barrel. <laughs> um, or I would go there and I'd be like, everything's terrible and like very catastrophizing is the mm. industry buzzword. Industry um, buzzword. Yeah, totally. So when I started, she would actually get an, an accurate representation of my what was going on in my life rather than me taking in one situation where I'm like everything's fine or everything's not fine um so that's sort of how uh okay and then so when I was like look this little storybook at UB isn't going very well and I started um I systemized this shitty piece of paper I was taking into my psychologist lady so I was like okay well this has been helpful for me maybe it could be helpful for other people too um, so I, rather than being like just write down everything I made like a bit of it's kind of like a form that you fill in mm. 
Um, so, but a good form, not a smiley face bullshit. But a good form. It was. I think there is a real lack of... I think it's being addressed now. I've seen some people who do things like wayfinding in hospitals and it's very like human friendly design to be like okay what is the context of people being in a hospital how do they feel when you're at a hospital like how do you feel when you're at a hospital what are you trying to do um taking all those things into account not just like the form yeah Yeah. totally so it's more of a personal experience like you were doing these things yourself like you were going through the mental health process yeah and then you're like this is what i would have wanted as a form because i'm in the shit Rather than like someone being paid to be like, oh, can you just make a form for us? That's like to do with like, if you're happy or sad, like. Yeah, totally. That's totally. It's a dumb way for people to ever do things, but I guess that's a whole other conversation, but you know. Entirely. So what I did is I made two of these books. I made one for Handon and I made one for my friend who was also going through a bit of a shitty time. And she was like, oh, this is really cool. Can you maybe make one for a friend? And I was like, yes, yes, I can. And then we just made a bunch. I think our first print run was a hundred, and that was a f- big fucking deal. And it was so like exciting. That's pretty cool though. Hundreds, fucking not small thing. Yeah, I know. So that sort of very much started, and then um, based on my own personal XP and what I found helpful for me, and I just sort of the basis is I I am a human being who uses this thing, and if it's helpful for me, maybe it's helpful for other people. And if mm. what I've learned changes, it just like I change it every single print run based on what I've learned. Um, I think that's an important thing for people to like sometimes realize it's like just fucking one just do some shit mm. but like that concept of like oh well I've done this or it's helped me like why don't I just start doing it like it doesn't have to be this incredibly successful thing which no. is what I actually always do that I'm like oh but what if it doesn't become like not about being like oh I'm gonna make it really cool and successful in like mm. a monetary sense but I'm yeah. like what if this is a great idea mm. and I only like realize it this far because mm. I didn't um, do it this well like rather than becoming the Beatles as a band you only become whoever because like you didn't think out the process enough mm. which I feel like actually when you think about it and say that aloud is so stupid it's like the fucking Beatles didn't go oh, how are we going to become like the band ever they just made some no. fucking pop songs and it all worked out they like mucked their way into being the Beatles yeah and I've just like yeah I guess everyone's actually everyone is just mucking their way through life eh? like no one 100%. is like here 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 and here like you can you must feel the same in a way that you're like, I do this thing now. People are like, oh, you make this like thing and you're like, you know about like mental health things. You do this cool like structure and stuff. You're like, I just fucking made a book once and it somehow is all right. It's honestly just noodled on each print run because basically the only, the plan for it, because it like, a lot of mental health treatment and support is not very financially accessible. Mm. Free stuff you have to wait for. You have to wait six months, maybe and there's no support in that six months, which is shit. Like, if you're asking for help, you want help now, not in six months' time when it's available. Basically, the current model of talk to someone for an hour once a month isn't sustainable at all. Um, and then there's maybe ones if it's more like emergency. Yeah, totally. Where you, there's lots of ones for that, right? Where if you're like in a very dire situation, you have to, you to be at the someone, bottom of the hill to get help. Which doesn't really seem to make sense. Hill, cliff. Yeah, you're on the edge of the cliff, doesn't. essentially. No, it doesn't. People. So the whole idea of Moodle is like, what can you do for you I read an Instagram post once and someone was like um I can't access a psychologist in a hurry and I can't afford to get any more medication there's absolutely nothing I can do for my mental health right now and I was like what could you like if you could do something what could you do and things Mm. like working on your sleep going for a walk around the block just like really really tiny things and none of this I hate the whole idea that um yoga does nothing like someone oh what's the meme it's like um 
I don't think it's a meme. I think it's just a picture. You know how some people call all pictures on the internet memes? <laughs> well, they kind of are it's now, right? I know like, what you mean. It's like a post or whatever. Post. And then it's like someone's commented yeah. and made it that post more funny. But the idea that's that, just like, a meme, really. Yeah, something about yoga being no good for depression. Like, absolutely no one single thing is good for mental health. Like, mm. it takes a bunch of tiny little things. And, like, maybe yoga is one of those things for you. It might not be. But, like, anything you do, you have to do consistently to see any sort of. Which I think is why something like the Moon Tail is good that it's about having like a hey let's try this for this period yeah, of time totally. for each one whatever you're on yeah like the new one is the seven day one which I think is kind of cool to see what you can figure out in that short time yeah, frame totally especially having like the worst week and then you can record it all down you're like oh just ground I just it. ate fucking burgers every day and that's no. why the fuck it was terrible <laughs> yeah totally oh yeah okay so I've had you know mostly... or whatever yeah oh, do you notice if you like have a super late night and then you eat like food late at night the next morning you're super hungry and you're like fuck i'll eat anything give me the sugar sugar makes you feel like shit eventually mm -hmm. and so it like get, you get into the cycle of like doing things that actually make you feel mm -hmm. like shit and you're like why do i feel like shit so moonjil is like grounding into like okay so what have you actually done today and you know when things are in your head and they're just kind of like floating around in this soup the is the word i mind. always come back to in the but like when you write things down or you talk about them and you're like is that it and then you're like, okay, so what can I do something about? What can I not do anything about? And who can help me? It is good to actually get things out of your mind. Even if you say them out loud, not even yeah. to someone but yourself. Sometimes you're like, when you say it physically out loud, like, uh, what the fuck? What am I even, is that what it? am I worried about? Which isn't about like minimizing problems because some problems are huge. But mm. um, the mind will, I think it's like a, an evolutionary survival mechanism where we will think of all the things that can possibly go wrong so that we can plan for them. Mm. And be like, okay, well, if this happens, I'll do this be so prepared for any sort of like attack yeah, as it yeah. were I know yeah. even though we don't need that shit anymore because no. we live in a we're very safe. chill society we're pretty safe Most well in Greyland well, right now in Greyland the safest place in the world I would yeah, say totally. it's got to be in the top three safest places in the world I'd say probably number two yeah I don't know what number one is Remy we're out probably Panel. Trump's okay, bunker in the White House maybe oh, yeah, okay. it doesn't seem too safe right now actually so no yeah mm. Maybe. Great. Um, but yeah, that's Moon Turtle. That's, that's Moon Turtle. 